The new, improved sound quality of Strange Assembly is brought to you by www.l5rsearch.com. L5rsearch.com is a comprehensive online L5R card database with tools to assist in optimizing your decks, proxying cards, or simply finding out about unusual cards. Once you know what you need, L5rshop.com puts it in your hands quickly and economically. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, Episode 37, Chicago, Part 1. This is Strange Assembly, a podcast about card games, board games, and role-playing games with a focus on the Legend of the Five Rings universe. You can download additional episodes of this podcast via iTunes or on our website www.strangeassembly.com While you're there you can check out our main page or stop in and say hi on the forums. You can also follow those main page updates on Facebook or Twitter. Any comments or criticisms can be directed to Chris at strangeassembly.com Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Strange Assembly. I know it's been a little while since you last downloaded an episode from us. Today, just in the nick of time, I'm sure you were all anxiously awaiting our Second City set review. Your deck building is completely ground to a halt, waiting for our uh, stunning insights into the set, half of which is designed for an environment that doesn't exist until Emperor Edition comes out. So with me today are Kevin Kennedy. Howdy, folks. Jay Earl. Hey. And Trevor Valentine. <laughs> what? You're a Bantus player? It's all the same, right? You guys are interchangeable. Uh, Trevor is a, a lion player. <laughs> uh, it's David Kempe here. Somebody uh, who actually might have something positive to say about Mantis. Yeah, it did pretty good in the, the tournament we just had. Favorite of the Void Dragon, which was the Solving the Riddle Tournament. Don't yep. forget to go online on the AEG forums or to the Strange Assembly website. It's now October, so the Strange Asse- the uh, Solving the Riddle Tournaments are going on. Those are a charity tournaments, if you haven't been paying attention, for the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. It's our fourth year. Okay, so we'll do uh, the usual after the foray into less helpful discussion in Forgotten Legacy. Uh, We're going to go back to breaking everything down by clan and then by theme, although it does get, like I said, a bit muddled here because half the cards... I'm sitting here, I have 12 crab-specific cards and half of them for themes that don't exist yet. Yeah. And another, th- you know, chunk of them were for themes that are about to stop existing. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a funny little uh, transition theme. The Crab have a couple of guys for their upcoming Dishonor theme. Do you think that there's any playability to the Crime Boss or I have, Master Coin? I've in- actually seen a working pre-Emperor Edition Crab Dishonor deck. Um, and that crime boss is really powerful because of the way he interacts with, I think, Shadowed Word? 
There, there's scars a, of War. Scars of War. It starts with an S, yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, because every time it bows, they lose the arm. Yeah, but, so it forces you to bow holding over and over again. Without, like, without I mean, having any control over it. They're currently running out of um, the Crab Stronghold. That's because shadow. being able to unbow yeah, your courtiers during the open phase well, yeah, they've only got pretty one awesome. stronghold, so... Well, and, and Sujikin actually, I mean, bows himself for his own ability, yeah. so... Yeah. Jinkoin seems like he'll be very good he, once you have more merchants to negate the effects against. Yeah, I I way, there's like three, two of which were released in Second City. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. So there's a total of nine out there. So I mean, there there are some other cards in Second City that will end up being for that theme as well. But I've dropped them over with the Mantis since they actually have a functional theme. The other, not a theme yet uh, for the Crab, is the Siege, and they get the French Vanilla Kyle Watsuki. I don't think anybody's going to play with a he's tactician, isn't he? Boxable tactician. Right now, I mean, I don't think he's got a. Not yes, right, he's now. A well, right now, yeah. But right especially, now, I don't think he's got a spot. Because this guy tech is just off the hook. I, mean, I guess my sort of philosophy on this is: I know a lot of people want to hear about Emperor Edition. Everybody's looking forward to Emperor Edition, but uh, as much as I kind of we, make we fun, we could spend weeks just speculating. Yeah, on as, it. as much as I make fun of of the fact that you know, us sitting down before any tournament games have ever been played with a set and acting like we're providing some great insight. <laughs> uh, we really, truly would be going off the reservation to try to <laughs> yeah. say what try, try these were like, going to be good for in Emperor Edition. Yeah, you're, you're right. So we need to start talking about Yobanjin Edition and how the new themes for that are going to be good. <laughs> like, mm, all we know I love about that this, Yoda guy, deck. Yes. this guy is that he's vanilla and he's not trash. Like, like uh, yeah. that, that's yeah. all we can say. Yeah, I, I mean, that, yeah, you could say that you'd be like, well, that card seems like it would be good. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure he'll fill the boxable slot in that deck quite nicely. Yeah, of course, at the beginning of the arc, your standards are going to be low anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's going to be the beginning of arc. You're going to have to play with Kim guys Rutha- that don't have abilities. Kevin, I thought your standards were always low. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, uh, and then strategic sacrifice and hasty fortifications. Not a fan I, of the terrain, personally. The terrain is purely defensive. Yeah, um, when I, sh- I shove it there because it says siege on it, but I guess it's really just not that great. Strategic sacrifices, you're playing it in the siege deck, which you're not playing yet. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got the three cards for crab themes that are going away, with uh, Hida Machitoko taking up both the hero and commander slot yeah. for crab in this. His ability is entirely based on followers, and it's entirely based on negating the effects on followers. Crab aren't getting commanders in Emperor Edition, and while Kuden Hida like creates followers, you don't really care that much about protecting your Emperor yeah. Zero Force Puds. I, I feel like the biggest problem with this guy is that he's taking up a crab rare, st- rare slot. Like, that's... I don't feel like he's going based on the the strongholds they've released. I don't feel like he really fits any of their decks. He doesn't look like he's going to fit anything in Emperor Edition. I know I just said we're not gonna, yeah. talk about that. <laughs> but it's uh, but well, I mean, we know what the themes are. At least he doesn't match in with any of those themes. If you end up playing some really follower heavy deck, it it might be. But the also you have to remember he's a story prize card. So if 
I don't know, he's experienced. I'm guessing that, you know, he was either a commander or a hero in his prior he's a hero iteration. In his prior iteration. Okay. I don't and so he had so a- he, and they just said like, Oh well let's just make since we have to print this guy anyway, let's uh have him take up the commander slot too. Yeah. Uh so then you've got a commander card, which I I I like the commander card. I mean, it doesn't really require followers. No, it doesn't. That's that's the main drawback to both the Kensai and the commander cards is they always end up requiring followers or weapons. As long as there isn't a follower on the opponent, no other attachment protects you. You bow them, and they cannot straighten. But it's still a pretty good effect. Yep. I guess if anyone was playing Crab Commanders, they would play this card. Mantis Commanders will really Mantis, like that Mantis card, Commanders. Yes, and of course it is naval because yes. it looks for a commander. Yes. The heroic action for the set is Bard Passage. It's pretty clearly a Crab Hero heroic well, action. All the heroic actions were always Crab Hero actions. That was the problem. Uh, but well, yeah, I mean, it's... Since Crab are not technically getting a hero deck again, it's possible that might go to. I can't remember if Lion are getting a hero deck. No, nobody's getting no a hero deck. Heroes go away. No heroes gone. Theme. Oh, okay. This is something that I think did it Reese confirm it or? Yeah, yeah. Because we, had, yeah, which makes sense. Because heroes shouldn't be all over the place. Yeah. They shouldn't be their own theme. Heroes they should are, be special. Heroes are yeah. special. Yeah. Well, which I liked. I think actually not not the 2011 Gen Con interview, but if you go back to the Gen Con 2010 interview with Brian. I actually asked about. It. It's like, why is Hero a? Idiot? I talked to him and I talked to to Fred a little bit off air, and I think the the idea was that that word ended up getting chosen as just to sort of represent the I'm a really awesome, you know, super fighting Ob- individual guy, and yeah, it's just the Hero carries sort of connotations with it beyond combat capability. Oh, just to rewind a second, I have to say, I, I rather like the artwork on Master Coin. Yeah. Uh, it's very uh, appropriate for the card, little thing there. And after realizing I liked it, I looked down and it's it's Tony, I still don't know how to pronounce his name, Tony Foddy, who I liked a bunch of his cards from the last expansion too. So apparently they just need to have this guy do a lot of cards uh, as far as no, my no, own artistic no pleasures go. <laughs> if you, you want to make Chris happy. Yeah. Now the two crab themes that are themes now and will continue to be themes are scouts and berserkers and each of those basically gets one guy and one strategy uh, as kevin noted scouts uh, is the hotness right it's now really for good. crab yeah, yeah it, really it good. turns out just killing your guys that are opponents guys that are trying to hang out at home is good yeah that's worked for me <laughs> Yeah. Who doesn't like it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at the expansion because I can't really remember anymore which cards came from which expansions for the most part. But I remember saying, but hunting the daughter is probably the best card from this yes. set as soon as there's a deck for it. And uh, that may not be accurate. I'd have to go back and look and see if there actually was something else in that expansion that was even better. But uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> is stapling a ranged four attack on your guy with Spirit of the Scout? Ever going to be functional? Uh, sure. If your sc- scout has naval, or if you your scout has the ability for to take the action first, like the crane scout does. Yeah. I, I feel like the the ability to have 
the, the key to sneak attack or enable, in my opinion, has always been that you do something that, while good, and affects your opponents that you don't don't cry about if it gets negated. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm generally not that high on the spirit cards. I'd almost rather just be able to play a card out of my hand as a battle action to take whatever the effect is than to staple it onto a guy. Right. Cause, by, cause by stapling it on the guy, you get the possibility of reusing it, but you make it more vulnerable. Yeah, yeah and, and oh, the, and thing, also, the thing about anything where you get to reuse it, and I keep telling this, about people, telling this to people about spells, is that you usually don't get to reuse it. That guy is going to die. Well, the, the thing about stapling things onto guys, like, say you're running an honor builds with any of the spirit cards. I'm not saying necessarily Spirit of the Scout, but... No, like, but spirit of, spirit of the Magistrate. Spirit of the Magistrate. You're definitely going to be able to reuse the ability on Spirit of the Magistrate. What does that give you an open? It, yeah, it gives, gives you an, an open, open, open yeah. Bow yeah. Your Guy to Bow a Guy. Yeah, uh, opens right, are much more reusable than, than battles, consistently yeah. reusable. Now, Haruma Tenson is also tossing around a bunch of range, range fours. Uh, you're always going to have reconnaissance because the box gives you reconnaissance. So he's always just got battle range four, and then battle bow the zero force follower you just put on him for range four. For and it doesn't have to be four. his follower, right? It does. It has to be the, the the performing follower in his unit. Oh, okay. So does having two battle range fours make up for the fact that he's only got three fours for seven? The beginning of an arc, probably. Um, but like well, right now, he does, now, he does what, not make it into the deck, though. Right this moment, as far as I can tell. Well, the the thing is that he might replace one of the boxable per people, who's got well, the range four. If you're having problems with box meta, yeah, but like the problem with having two range fours on one guy is he's going to use he becomes one the of lightning them. Right. Yeah. Well, th- see that that's not the end of the the world. Even even if you don't get to use that second range four, it's because your opponent had to get this guy. Instead of someone else. So, like, if I... Obviously, it's going to depend greatly once you get into the game with what the abilities are. But if you have one guy with two abilities that are solid battle actions, and you have one guy with one ability, you always want to use... You I mean, you, you tend to want to use a battle action on the guy with two abilities. Because now, no matter what your opponent's next battle action is, you've still got a printed ability sitting there. If you've just got ability on one guy, ability on the other guy, you use one ability, they shut down the other guy, now you have to go to your hand. So it's, it's still serving a function that he has the second ability, because your opponent has to blow whatever their battle action is to stop him, instead of stopping... You know, your boxable guy who's well, he, he's four. seven gold cost, right? Yeah. And that, I, as far as I can tell, that deck runs the six gold cost, five production. Colonial Harbor. Colonial Harbor. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, he, he could make it into the deck. It yeah. might be, it might be uh, a preference. So, the three force is r- rough for military decks at seven, but I mean, when you have two kill actions, you know, that, that'll happen. And then. The Berserkers also have the one guy and Spirit of the Berserker. Now, Spirit of the Berserker, I like very much compared to the, the other guy. ones. Yes, yeah, because it actually protects yeah. the guy. That's one of the other things with blowing a card to staple the thing on. It's like all the dragon fire token stuff. Unlike attachments, it doesn't do anything to stop your guy from getting messed with, which is one of the differences with Kevin's spells that, is that they true. also do provide protection. 
even if you don't get to use it again, they've got to have, they have to have used a better effect to get so rid they, of. They do provide a limited amount of protection. Yeah. So, but I think I mean Spirit of the Berserker. It's force. I know Berserkers don't need a, a ton of force, but, but like a lot if of you have a bunch of Berserkers with seven force and you're going at eight. Yeah, there's eight a lot of Berserkers strength. that that bumps them into. Single guy takes a province. Yeah, yeah. So I I do like Spirit of the Berserker. I'm not as big on Hida Memori battle. Lots it, of force for ten. Any, anytime, battle you kill a, card. anytime you get a battle action that's kind of contingent on something already happening, it's it's kind of difficult. Um, but like there was never really much of a how reason. How much is that guy's force? Eight, eight force for printed ten gold. So you're eight for eight, basically. Yeah. It, I mean the 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 gold to force ratio is nice, but like but that's, I, I didn't like uh, Wotan. The kill a guy that's bowed, I don't particularly like. The nice thing about Wotan is on Wotan, that ability is kind of gravy. Yeah. You're you're also getting the card draw in him. Obviously, Wotan's, you know, three force for seven instead of eight force for eight. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a different sort of, of card. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a bad ability to destroy bowed cards. There's plenty of things bow through attachments and not that many things that kill through attachments so bow your go- bow your personality with a kill his units yeah yeah it's not bad i imagine that it'll be again it's going to be one of many cards that are eh, this could probably be decent once emperor edition hits but i i don't yeah, think you'll, you'll probably crab's, slot it in at the beginning does because crab it's eight force have any does crab doesn't have that guy that bows people when they engage anymore they used to have a guy who's like when you engage with him, you have to bow one of somebody with less force. Uh, no, I don't think that was this arc. No. Well, no. there's there's Hida Yui out of the Berserker stronghold, I guess. The the guy that when he comes into play, bows someone and negate their next straight. Nah, there but, there the, he's talking about. There's an older crab personality whose name I'm blanking on, who was a reaction to engaging and yeah. bowed or shut down someone with with less force. But, of course, for the Yui combo to work, you would have to be running Berserkers out of the Berserker Stronghold. Yeah, which no one will. Uh, So, yeah, it doesn't exist. So, Crab has been doing reasonably well pre-Second City. The Scout deck is is really hot. I don't think that there's anything wrong with the sort of Shattered Peaks mishmashes that had been running before. It's just the controlling aspects of... Scout deck is really good. Shudenhita. Now, does either of those crab decks get anything that matters? Like, I have a hard... I mean, when you look at the scout deck, it doesn't really feel like it gets anything from these scout cards. Or not, or it's middling stuff. I don't think the scout deck is significantly improved by either of those cards. Um, I think the Berserker players, anybody who wants to play Berserkers should be happy with Spirit of the Berserker. Yes. Um, Yes. I think the big thing here is that after you add Jin Kuhn and the Crime Boss, the, the Crab Dishonor deck is actually playable for certain players I know who want to play Dishonor out of Crab. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like... It still Orsi, runs like a, a whole lot of out-of-clan people. Yeah, I, I feel like 4CE Crab is not getting a lot out of this. Now I think that the Crab Scouts is has got enough advantages that I think it's still going to be a good deck, but yeah. it's not really doesn't feel like it's picking much specific for it up. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't 
I don't think it needs it. I think Crab's been consistently good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, Crab's been, I think, fine for the duration. Unfortunately, I have not had the chance in the last couple of weeks to keep up with the tournament results, so I don't have my usual little numerical junk about how the different clans have been doing, but mm-hmm. oh well. That's it for Crab, and next we'll go on to Crane. Okay, now we've got the boys, in quotation marks, in powder blue, uh, the crane. (laughs) (laughs) The gender not specified in powder blue, you mean? This is one of the two clans that we don't just flat out know what all of the themes are. Not that you could really tell what the CE themes were half the time, since you sort of had this duelist, magistrate, courtier, artisan, mishmash of three different themes, I think, kind of all pushing together. I know, if only they'd had that one guy who was a courtier, magistrate, duelist, artisan, scout, just to have the whole package. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. There's uh, there's at least one personality. There's got to be people who have like three samurai. of those. I, yeah. think, I think if artisan. you make him a scout, though, you're kind of required to lower his personal honor to two. And yeah, then well, they don't I, play yeah, him. If you include scout in there, you can't, but yeah, there are like oh, magistrate, duelists, and artisan courtiers, and yeah. yeah. Oh, there uh, are people that have three of the four. Yeah. I'm just uh, looking for that elusive all four. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. But we do have one new crane theme coming, which is the Air Shugenja. You have Asahina Munafusa, who, along with the crime boss and one of the lion guys, and there, there's this series I, of guys who cost ten. Yeah, I think just about everybody got somebody who cost ten. That's three people. Well, there are we have there are other ones who cost ten, but there are that there's a series of people who are not great stats, who have really low force and cost ten, but have really good abilities. There's the crime boss. There's this one. There's the I think the lion who generates ancestors. Yeah. The scorpion who can cause honor losses or do uh, increase or increase your province strength. I'm not sure if there's a dragon monk. The, there, well, there's a dragon monk who's ten, but he's just a beat stick. Yeah. So they're not really in the same I, vein. I mean, there may be a, there may be someone who costs ten for everything else. But yeah, that's what it looks like. We, the man's got uh, the commander. Yeah, we've we've got a beat stick too. At 10. Okay. Yeah, but but so we've got Munafusa, who's I mean he's a Shuganja. Guzan type. So he doesn't use. Uh, <laughs> Are we gesundheitening me saying his name like 30 seconds ago? Okay, a little bit of lag there. Uh, (laughs) His battle ability still works. His battle ability isn't good enough without any... His battle ability, he can use from home, but you you still have to have presence. He sends somebody home and gains an honor. Mm. But you don't care about temples right now in Crane, I don't think. I, I think that... And without he, the keywords, he, he, I just think he's he waiting have for the a, next He doesn't arc. have enough synergy yeah. with the current Crane decks to be really playable, but he will probably be playable. And, and, and he's arc. way too expensive for me to amusingly put into uh, Shrine oh, of Champions. Way, just way, from too way, way too expensive. Uh, and then there's Crane Scouts, who are a theme now and are a theme in Emperor Edition, but basically aren't the same theme because Crane Scouts in... CE was more about still trying to be a switchy honor deck, and Crane Scouts and EE are just a straight-up military deck. 
Yeah, I really, I really hope Crane has a good military deck. Any? Hey, well, based on these cards, there's a very good chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got reaction, sneak attack, and I have uh, reconnaissance recon at on the battlefield. Is he? And he, he's unique, right? He's yeah, unique. Yes, he's okay. unique. He's eight gold, and he's got a below box honor requirement. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, we had, we haven't seen the box, so like we assuming well, that they have a box. It, he's a sit. zero, so Ukraine is a negative one. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he might be box. Take that Harrier. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, if, I suppose in these days, apparently, of multiple different starting honors within one clan, I suppose if they actually brought back the Harriers, you could have them be pretty low. But I still don't know if they'd go all the way down to the zero of Ninja and Spider. Plus, the Harriers are all gone. Yeah. Uh, even, but... even a dishonorable crane is more honorable than a spider. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Mantis. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose you could make an argument if, the, if you're saying that Harriers are basically Persona Crane Ninja, which I think they was way of the ninja where they first started really going crazy with the Harrier mm, stuff. Probably, yeah. I mean, they do engage in a bunch of illegal, or did, when they existed, engage in a bunch of illegal activities. It, it depends. Does Uji count? Because if not, then way of the ninja. But Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so, uh, Daidoji Yuki is, uh, yeah, clearly really good, but it's also clearly a straight-up military card, which yeah. you're not doing with Crane Scouts in yeah. CE. Abizo... <laughs> Four force for nine with a built-in force pump for getting ranged uh, for doing recons and then a ranged attack equal to his force. Seems playable, but yeah. you're not doing military. Train. Based on how Yuki was played, and like the original Yuki was played during Celestial, I, I feel like he's just the replacement for Yuki, and I like him. Yeah. Much. I've gone ahead and thrown Legion of the Bat in here because... Uh, it says Crane Clan on it, but it's probably more Unicorn, and then its title is about a minor clan that has nothing whatsoever to do with the card. So, sorry, Dimas Mira, whose name a card this was, they, they did not make a card that had anything whatsoever to do with the name you requested. <laughs> well, presumably with a gold discount, he won it with Crane, I yes. guess? So, yeah. yeah. That's his own fault. That, yeah, that's what happens <laughs> when you ask for a minor clan. Uh, what well, no, no, no. It's a five gold follower that's cavalry, so Unicorn can play it. Mm -hmm. And then it gets a one gold discount for Crane, so Crane can play it. There are two cavalry personalities. Well, uh, the cavalry, I don't think, really matters that much for Crane. It's just, it, for them, it's just a three-fourths for four gold follower that lets you bow someone who moves in to oppose you. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, certainly... Vaguely lumping it with the crane because that's the only you're you would never play this in a non-military deck. Mm -hmm. That's the only sort of military thing that crane have right now. But yeah, obviously for unicorn, it's I attack with my cavalry guy. You actually move in with your infantry. Aha! I bow you down. I don't think for crane this just seems like it would land in the plethora of three force for four gold attachments. That just don't have an amazing. They don't have an amazing ability, and so they don't get played. They don't get played. Yeah. yeah. Then over in the mishmash that is dueling, dueling magistrate artisans. Yes. Although someone who was sorting my cards put to first blood in this pile and 
to First Blood is meta against duels, isn't it? Well, <laughs> I always thought of no, it. No, no, no I'm doing my non-lethal anyway duel. I'm going to gain two extra honor off of yeah, it. Crane yeah. players are going to play that. They'll they'll do it off a of duel haiku, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it just negates the death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Get destruction for losing the duel. After no other players, Ijitsu action targets your personality to engage his destruction from the action. I'm not yeah. sure. You're, you're never going to play that just for its focus effect. Like it, the the fact of the matter is this this card looks pretty trash if it's just yes. the focus effect. So yeah, it. I mean, if you're playing that, I mean, it looks pretty trash. Hmm. It would stop your guy from dying from a duel, right? It's just the reaction. I think is what you're using it yeah, for. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, either way, it keeps your guy alive from the duel. Well, but I mean, yeah. I mean, unless it's a duel heavy environment, it's a dead card otherwise. Well, I mean, so. at the beginning of the arc, I was running uh, what arrows do not falter solely as dueling <laughs> meta, and all oh, of my I guys had ranged attacks. But arrows do not falter is much better than that. So much better. Arrows do not falter. That saves your guy. What? Arrows do not falter. Saves your also, guy and kill theirs. Also, importantly, arrows do not falter. You can do something with it if they're not dueling. Yeah, I understand. This is worthless if they're not dueling. I understand, but, like, dueling was so rampant at some point in this arc, and sort of kind of right now, yeah. that, like, I-, I could see running this card, like, right at the end of Celestial because of like the dragon and the the crane and whatever else maybe dueling around yeah it's not shabby too but it also there's a lot of the duels it doesn't do anything against like the the tools we were just talking about right all the bow, bow duels but i don't think i would want to play it there but there will be people who will play it because they hate dueling <laughs> john yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the the personality side, all of this is just kind of mixed up for the crane, so we'll just pretend that, like we were saying, <laughs> courtier, magistrate, dueling, artisans is all one <laughs> theme. Uh, so you have Doji Dinagon, who is a replacement for Doji Broken. Doji <laughs> 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 so, Shikishi. Yeah, so uh, that's, that's not going to get any play yeah. in... Uh, it honestly depends Celestial, on how. I, I mean, unless you absolutely positively need the favor eighty-seven times in one turn. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. you you could build a deck that like is based around just discarding the favor over and over and over again. Yes, and that has enough tricks already. Yeah. But I don't think you're discarding the favor that much that you're playing with Dynagon just. I mean, at for that, that point, you're you're out of yeah. I mean, you're taking the favor so much that you don't just don't have. Anything, enough people to do stuff with it. Yeah, I like the uh, the extremely self-important flavor text on the random, cheap, low-stat courtier. All the strings of power in the empire run towards the imperial palace, and I intend to have my hand on all of them. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're 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 a random court. You're a random crane courtier. They're better than your other clan's random courtiers, but uh, you're not the Emerald Champion. You know, <laughs> Egomania no longer limited to the Scorpion. <laughs> uh, and you've got Doshi Doji Yoshitada. Who, who I rather like. He's the duelist magistrate. Bow, battle, bow someone. Period. Plus, make them lose honor or you gain honor if they're dishonorable. That seems reasonably handy. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I'm not saying it's necessarily going to get in in CE, but like well, he's got to well, be good ones. It, 
considering the fact that like the crane are kind of starved for magistrates right now i mean like he could definitely see play in a deck where like a crane goes well there's all these cool magistrate actions that i've wanted to be using now i can like discovering conspiracy for example <laughs> there there are a few good magistrate actions laying around these days yeah and then the last one is the artisan Kikita Maritai. I I don't know what I think about it. I mean, I guess she she's got a box honor requirement out of embassy, and well, because like I don't know anyone else that's not running embassy. Yeah, I mean, so she's played out of embassy. So she's got box. She's got a four personal honor. If you're pulling off a duel every turn. That's an extra two honor every turn. I mean, she has to bow to do it, but that seems tolerable. Yeah. She Yeah, she seems just fine, I think. She doesn't feel great because she's a little expensive for somebody who's just constantly bowing and never showing constantly up. Constantly bowing but, I mean, to but take it's two, two honor. honor. I mean, that's... Yeah. I think she gains she, the favor too, right? But, and I she mean, takes the favor, but like with Tsukishi and now the, the new chick, that's sort of gravy for Crane, so... So then there's the Slanderer, another one of these. Grr. 50, Diamond 6 gold. Pluses. Yeah. hate that card. Mm. Yes. Okay, well, why don't we let Kevin opine on the card for a while then? <laughs> it, it's just, it's, it's, it's just dishonor, dude. You, you, yes. It's, it, there's no restriction to it. You get to use it repeatedly. Um, At least you have to you pay have to five gold. You have to bow a five gold holding for it this is in crane i this here's my position tell me whether or not you you think this sort of gut feeling of mine is right or wrong this card is not playable in scorpion decks and celestial edition because no. it's already too easy for them to dishonor people why on earth would they want to bow a five gold producing holding to do it like i don't see that as much of a cost i think of it as like a personality it's a personality that i can't kill uh if you're a ninja you can kill him no, yeah, it's a retainer. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip, if your opponent is ninja, don't buy Slanderer on turn one. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Crane seems to get the most out of this because Crane does not have the constant access to repeat dishonor effects that Scorpion does. And so I think they'd be much more willing to bow the holding to do that, which contrary to what Kevin thinks is a real cost. Yeah. Well, uh, conversely, I think Phoenix get the best use out of it just because we have holding straight in tech and in magistrates. Yeah, in our magistrate <sighs> That's deck. That's right. You have like two yes. of them now, right? Open yeah. straight in holding? We have two uniques and a non-unique. But, it, but Technically, the uniques, them, two uniques are the same, but... Uh, the, the non, and the non-unique specifically says temple holding, which that is not. No, 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 no. We're, no, we're, no, no, no. We're the talking courtier. about the courtier. Oh, the courtier that, like, yeah, is in this set. Yeah, that's four honor, and he's awesome. So yeah. wait. Well, the, the courtier also doesn't... Uh, Isn't a Shigenja, yeah, so... Or a magistrate, or anything else that that deck cares about. So, uh, I mean, there is a downside. The dishonor deck, deck cares about courtiers. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, so yes. they can run, run with courtier dishonor actions. But you're not going to... What You're what are you going to run, like, the two Phoenix courtiers just to run... No, I'm, uh, I'm running several uh, Scorpion and Crane courtiers <laughs> just to play courtier cards. Well, I mean, like... So I get to play bio... Well, well I mean, the, come on. The card Shikishi, that, like, bows uh, to, in reaction to, 
you battle according to your reaction to gaining honor to force a guy to lose honor instead. I understand that there's tons and tons of dishonor and honor gaining and honor loss cards related to courtiers, but I didn't think that that was really the. It, it seems like you're really having to bring in a lot of inefficient out of clan but guys. But there definitely is a build that uses courtiers for that deck. Okay, well that's we'll talk about that. We, we could try to talk about it in the Phoenix maybe, but I think Crane will definitely have an interest in playing with with Slander. Slander yes. yes. So. I mean, yeah, I think any non-Scorpion will will have an interest in it. I think Scorpion might even actually play it. Yeah. Because it's yeah. five gold when they don't need to dishonor somebody, and they have they, they don't have to put any of the fake cards th- in their deck anymore. I think anymore. people are still too resistant to the Diamond Mind idea. To, uh, oh, I, 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 I think disagree. the Diamond, like having Diamond Minds that do things oh, I love the di- is amazing. I was playing Diamond Minds when it was just Diamond Mind, but I think too many people are resistant to the idea of the Diamond Mind. Well, you were playing with Diamond Minds when it was just Diamond Mind because of what you were just talking about. You have well, personalities that say open straight in the holding. But, but even without her, it, it, I also had a deck with a lot of sevens. Yeah, but no, you're you're right. This is I, the... Yeah. If you're playing even just the two Phoenix Uniques that say open straight and a holding. Yeah, it becomes That's, huge. Uh, yeah. Outstanding. Uh, and yes, and then we have. See, what's the mishmash of cards here? We have Bonds of Coin. Draw, limited uh, draw two cards. That's no, what no, I see two, on that card. Two. Draw two cards, yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you said draw three cards. No, draw two cards. No, no. Stinger Blade was broken. They're not going to bring <laughs> that back. But, well, and this has a much higher cost than Stinger Blade because you have to buy your Stronghold, so it's hard to use early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just reload later on. I, the deck's got so many other options for its Fate side right now, though, too. I think the uh, the open action is also going to make it see play. J- yeah. Just because of the, like, out of crane, it, it lets you, well, I'm playing against... It's a card that reduces your deck size and, again, the ability to take the favor 87 times. Yeah, yeah. That's why Well, that's why when I talked about it having a cost, I, yes, you also have to discard the favor, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I, I, that's not a cost. Like, I would say that's akin to, say, what's the, the ancient, ancient tome? tome yeah. yeah. Which does see play, especially in Dishonor decks. I guess if you look at it like that, something yeah, you hold on to later, ancient tome... Because that costs gold to put it out in the first yeah. place, and you have to buy your stronghold every yeah. time you use it, and if, if the person only is holding it dies, it goes away. Yeah. Well, and I guess this—if you get to use the ancient tome three times, then you've got more bonds of coin. But yeah, so I guess in some ways this is—is this it's just a better, better than ancient, ancient tome? tome yeah. Then? yeah. And if ancient tome gets played a little bit, so yeah, I'm not sure how much this deck would care that deck. How much does this deck care about the zero cost attachments? Isn't it mostly blow? stuff up through attachments anyway. I mean, what... Your bo- Zero-cost attachments is, what, Saimaketsu tokens mostly? Saimaketsu, yeah. What, Some spells. of the spells. Lots of spells. Yeah. Lots of spells. yeah. Speaking of magistrate cards, dispensing justice, this the... Uh, I see that more as a Phoenix card, honestly. Yeah. Because it triggers off the Colot Ninja Shadowlands thing. It also triggers off a Dishonorable, It also triggers though. off a Dishonorable. It is not more of a phoenix card it is phrased so that it works with the phoenix too that doesn't make it any less of a i mean it still says destroy a dishonorable guy without any attachments 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's not a Phoenix specific. Now, it's not restoring order either, because it doesn't blow through attachments, but, you know, I hear restoring order is pretty wicked good. Now, this is the sort of thing to me that, again, like, this has got to be good at the start of the next arc. Yes. Yeah. Is it good enough now? It might actually be. I think it is. It's not outstanding, but there's enough times that you're going to have a dishonorable guy without attachments charging at you if you're a this sort of deck. And True. it still just moves them home, regardless. So even if they, you know, it's Berserkers and they negate or delay the death or whatever the Berserker stuff does. Yeah. And they're how, going how home anyway. How many effects are you going to negate? Your, your guy's dishonorable. I... I send you home and kill you if you're dishonorable. You can try and negate both, I suppose. Discovering a conspiracy, another magistrate personality. So you can gain honor for winning duels with this as a focus value. And you don't even have to uh, stop the other guy from dying. Yep. That makes it much more attractive. Yes. Yes. Plus, it, plus it's yes. more focus value as opposed to three of the other cards. I don't think I even noticed the, the focus effect on this card. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, wow. because everyone else is talking about the uh, the fact that you can now play uh, clan rivalries to open bow to guys. Now, now that you're removing someone's... I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> wow. Open, permanently remove your clan alignment. I bow two guys on my turn, on your turn, and then on your next turn, I bow two guys again because you still don't have a clan alignment. And that's a, just a an outstanding uh, ability that if, if you've got magic, if you're running that sort of deck, I think you've got to be playing with yeah, with that card. And magistrate duelists, fun. Yeah. Uh, there's another spirit card for the duelist. Creates a duel that moves someone home. Again, I'm still not a big fan of just randomly slapping there, mediocre abilities on people. There are people. a lot of cheap duelists out there without abilities, so like that's the perfect target for Hideo. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, dueling can be an upside, but eh, I, I, early on you could attach it on you know your turn three instead of discarding a card at the end of your turn, <laughs> uh, and then when they attack, you just defend with him and use the now printed ab- well not printed ability, but use the ability that's on him instead of playing a a card from your hand. Mm-hmm. But that still seems not good enough. I'm just not a big fan. <laughs> anyway, then the artisans lets you discard the top card of your fate deck to increase the. Current battlefields province strength by the cards focus value plus one, but you your artisan doesn't have to be at the battle, but you do have to have presence. Doesn't crane with all the if you have a bunch of discard the top card of your fate deck like deck itself? You can deck yourself. They so don't, they don't really use most of those. Cassay is the one that gets used, and that if you're playing the dishonor, but the problem with that one is like it's a province strength boost, which could be a five. But it's also it's a battle action. It's a battle action, and you have to have presence. Is it plus one to the yeah. value? Oh, okay. But yeah, even so, so, like, but you you have to be there. I like outer walls better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, and also with outer walls because it's a fixed number, you know if it's going to Saves be worth province. it or not to play it. If you're playing with cards like this, you might be doing stuff like public records that true. So that you know the top of your deck, but still, I just the the presenceless aspect of something like outer walls to me just makes it 
a preferable option. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even with low crane force, you might every once in a while stop your guy from getting shot in the face. Okay, maybe not. But uh, <laughs> let's see. So crane right now has mostly been honor lately. Like there was the infatuation with dishonor, and that did okay. But it seems like their honor decks just ended up being the superior choice and all the cards that we were just talking about are within that general mishmash of thematic stuff that goes in the crane honor decks how much does that power them up like some of the better cards were magistrate cards and like you were saying kempi that deck isn't really loaded with magistrates as it's built right now their magistrates tend to be more expensive it slows the deck down yeah i feel like slanderer might be the biggest thing that that deck gained because it, it actually, you know, the Scorpion have all those uniques that just say limited dishonor a guy. They've got the box that says dishonor a guy. Well, that, I mean, if you if Crane were going to be playing Slanderer, why aren't they playing the non-unique Courtier with limited discard the favor dishonor a guy? I think they are. It depends on the deck. Yeah. True. I don't know. It's just weird. It feels like there's enough <laughs> quality stuff in there that it should improve the deck but it's hard to just pick one thing out and say oh that's definitely going to replace this other thing and be a well i mean slender could potentially get run in the deck because i mean it is kind of a diamond mine and it will pay for personality by itself the dishonor aspect may just be a bonus from from their perspective now, I think if you're playing it, you're playing it for the Dishonor because no one in their right mind would put Diamond, like, look at Diamond Mine and be like, well, that's a card I'm going to consider running in this deck. The, so, the, I, mean, it's, hey, it's, I resemble it's, that remark. You're not, you don't put it in that deck. <laughs> do you? The, no. no. The other thing about the Crane with their holding scheme, they have a really, honestly, tight holding scheme. Yeah. Like, you can get the port holding scheme that just uh, gets... Plenty of gold does certainly doesn't need a, a right. diamond mind, or that like if you're going for more of the artisan type theme that still doesn't have room for slanderer. Yeah, um, I feel like their holding scheme is pretty set right now, unless they were to release a holding that honestly did more than bout itself to dishonor a guy. Well, I suppose it's a positive that things that seem to be really strong decks like crab scouts and crane honor aren't getting a bunch of obviously powerful cards yeah. for them in the yeah. newest expansion. Okay, that's it for Crane. Next we shall move on to Dagron. Dagron. <laughs> okay, so Dragon it is the first of the three clans that got a stronghold in this expansion, and it is one of the two strongholds that is for an Emperor Edition theme rather than a Celestial Edition theme. Uh, so let's start with the cards associated with that that theme. I mean, Dragon are going to have a Shugenja Honor deck in Emperor Edition, uh, as a as a general matter, I don't think there's a functional Dragon Shugenja Honor deck to be had right uh, now. Right now, although you can just put Shugenja in the Honor deck. Yeah, well, yeah, I think you've got a couple things you can do. One, you can throw uh, Kazuhige from not this expansion in because against some decks he's just open gain two Honor, mm-hmm. and then 
there are some people who say, okay, well maybe we should you should play Dragon's Breath Castle, the new stronghold, instead of Last Step Castle, just because the action on that Bower guy who's attacking you doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you're Shugenja. It just helps you play defensively. Heck, you could, if you want, you I mean, could yeah, theoretically not, put nothing. Dragon's Breath Castle, you could play a military deck out of Dragon's Breath Castle and just use it to avoid having to defend early on. I mean, yeah, and also just to be able to attack more aggressively knowing you have free defense. Yeah. Now, I don't think that anybody's actually going to end up doing that just right crazy now. people like kevin <laughs> yes were you playing that again yesterday the temple of purity temple, military yeah yeah it yeah. works i did pretty well yes we cut to top four and kevin was fifth <laughs> yep as usual because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cut hates me <laughs> indeed mm-hmm. uh but yeah the tamori stuff in this set is heavily focused on bowering your guys you have Dragon's Breath Castle that reacts to Bowagai. You have Tamori Ryuya, Ruya, the fixed personality. Kempi's giving me a funny look. Am I? You're fine. Okay. I don't know, like, am I that's totally butchering the... Uh... <laughs> no, that's looks funny, not a funny look. There's oh, a difference. oh, my bad. Uh, it's just severe hatred of, of that particular Shugenja. Oh. Because I have had games where she just... Like, her and Bukoku just bowed out my entire army before I attacked. Uh, yes, yeah, because she does not just work with the box, <laughs> she works with open bow, too. She's all kinds of awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think she is a personality who you can look at just shoving into your Magistrate deck. Yeah. The other one that goes in with that mess, although... I don't know that it's actually going to play it, is the region Quagmire. After you bow their guy, it negates their straightening. But I just don't think that that's good enough. It's not on a good region. enough right now. And it will never but be also, good enough. It also works at adjacent provinces. Well, you by, okay. By default, regions work at any province, so that's actually a restriction. Oh, not a bonus. Uh, <laughs> but yes, the, the quagmire only works at this province or adjacent provinces, so they, they can. They usually just have abilities that only work at their problem. Uh, yes, often they can say at, at this, if they say at this battlefield, but Dragon's Breath Castle and Tamori Ruya, nice. Quagmire, not so much. I do think that Last Step Castle will still tend to be what people play out of for kinda, their Dragon Honor deck. It's hard to argue with two Honor on your opponent's turn. Well, both of them give can give you two Honor on your opponent's turn. Yeah, but but one is much easier to if the question is whether you are going to want to be defending. If you built a deck that wants to defend, you do it out of Dragon's Breath. If you built a deck that doesn't want to defend, it's out of uh, LSC. So LSC. So well, yeah. If that was the standard, then it would be LSC. You don't defend. We're not in any heavy way. I mean, there's steel on steel. There's I can actually see playing. Well, yeah, but it's, it's ma- magistrate actions that we were talking about earlier that do terrible things to your opponent's guards. Yeah, but a lot of times your early defenses, you know, the whole I show up with one guy and, and run the hell away. And yeah, or or I take something that's going to kill your guy, and what do I care that you killed my boxable pud? Mm-hmm. Bakusai, no. But and and the honor gain traits aren't too terribly different. Frankly, if you're Last Step Castle against a military deck, 
you only gain that on the first couple, like in the first few turns anyway. If the military act, like on turn five, is not taking provinces, it doesn't matter. You're going to win that game. <laughs> I, I could, I could definitely see more potential for a military deck out of Dragon's Breath Castle than LSC if you're going to go that way. Yes, if you were going to, I'd rather play military out of Dragon's Breath than Last Step. Uh, and it's got built-in dishonor meta, so. Uh, it's it's got built-in meta against a certain against passive dishonor. Yes, you can gain an extra two if they aren't attacking you. Of course, there are even more Shugenja cards in here. Uh, Tamori Yayu is not going to get played right now. She's basically a five-force cavalry for five on defense, but has no ability effectively. So. I mean, well, you have to give her a spell, right? Have, yeah. So, yeah. If it doesn't have a spell, it doesn't do anything. And then, whatever the spell is that you bothered to play out of your hand, now you have to bow it or blow it up to get a range 5 instead of whatever the spell did, which was probably at least as good as a range 5 anyway. Mm -hmm. You can do cute things with, like, the spell that just has a limited and then has a trait and creates a token or something, but you're not playing that kind of spell in some defensive honor deck. Anyway, uh, and then you've got Miramoto Izuno, uh, who has been most noteworthy for producing uh, some complaining from Phoenix players. Yeah. Uh, who don't seem to understand that different cards are not the same when they're in different clans. Uh, yeah, Azuna much less useful to Dragon than Kasuko is to Phoenix. Yeah, even though, like, yeah, you can look at them in a vacuum and be like, oh, that seems better, because there's a, what, higher personal honor? But there's, yeah, this... I mean, he's a guy, He's a personality who doesn't... Can't be played with anything whatsoever in that deck, except sitting there himself. He's a samurai duelist Yojimbo who you can redirect an action from one of your Shugenja to him. <laughs> uh, I suppose if you're actually coming up with one of those hybrid mishmashes and you have magistrates and duelists and Shugenja all in there at once, then you could use the fact that he's a duelist. He's not going to see play until yeah, next start. No, <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> And then you've got the Earth Flows, which is a uh, Tomori or a Kitsune spell, so they're just not functional in this arc. Though there yep. are a couple of Earth Shigenja that are defensive based in Phoenix, like the nine personal honor requirement guy that will never play. But... <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> go back to sleep, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dreaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, Magistrates, uh, Dragon have one of their new Courtier Duelist Magistrates. He's effective. He's got an above-box honor requirement. He's effectively a four-personal honor guy right now, and after he wins a duel, he gains one honor. Dragon would like more guys that are four-personal honor, but this guy just does not seem worth it. It's kind of a tight tight deck yeah, yeah i mean and early on and, and trying to buy him right away he's w he's way too expensive I mean, who, who, if you don't meet his who do you, who do you cut out of the deck to put that guy in i, I don't know who you could cut i, I do like the uh, combination of the art and flavor text there though <laughs> yes a worthy attempt it has been an honor to face you surely in your next stuff you will repair Yes, as he is that looking. Deer. That <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I think the picture is supposed to be him investigating yeah, who the killed him this deer. Exactly. But the juxtaposition of those two is hilarious. <laughs> Plus, he's a gamekeeper. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, well, that's why the, the flavor text and the Presumably. title actually work up. The game, I mean, he, he's protecting the forest. You know, it's like the king's forest in Robin Hood, not allowed to well, go we'll hunt there. We'll call him there. the Lorax. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, or the Sheriff of Nottingham, as the case may be. Let's see, on to Kensei. Dragon got one Kensei in this who has an ability that does something when she doesn't have a weapon Yay. that you might actually Hooray. want to do. <laughs> Yay! It's pretty spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to the fact that, like, you keep getting guys that need a weapon or need it's, you to discard a weapon. It's better or... than being punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so if she if she doesn't have a weapon, then she targets anyone else, and they both move home. So you can buy her, and she's a solid defender, because you don't want her hanging around. She's naked. She can't do anything. But she just she shows up. She sends herself home. She sends an attacker home. I hear and that then was good. You just attach and, and stuff to her. Unlimited, you attach and attack with her. Yeah, and yeah. then once she has a weapon, her ability is probably most often going to be limited. Send them home, but you still have the option of running her home as well. And you know she's you know got the four force. I was for some reason randomly thinking about bad cards in. Celestial Edition, and there's surely something that's broken and way too good that's worth, but uh, I can't help but think back to Miramoto Minowa as spectacularly oh. bad cards. Yeah. yeah. What did Miramoto Minowa do? Uh, that was the 3-3 so three, three for 7 who bowed someone who had less 4s and less chi. <laughs> I, I think was the, she a Kensei at least? Yeah, no, yeah. she was a Kensei. Okay. But I think that was the. I think the idea was they're like, oh, but if you put two weapons on her, she yeah. can bow almost anyone. <laughs> okay then. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> I can bow breeder She's tokens. completely unable to defend herself. All that jujitsu training she probably had in Kensei school useless. I don't know. Uh, there's a Kensei slash Dragon Clan weapon in Nightingale Blade. You can bow any enemy card, which is just not a bad ability for anyone, and that anybody can use that. And then if you're a Kensei or Dragon Clan, and the card you targeted is an attachment, you also destroy it. So that seems handy to play. I mean, it it doesn't fit within the common paradigm of attachments these days of, I play with something that's huge, so this guy takes a province all by himself, but... I mean, that seems pretty good for... It seems better than the usual 3 force 4 gold, never going to get played because the ability is just decent. Destroy an armor. Card. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, destroy an or armor. Or if you're unique, you have a unique card that says destroy follower. Yeah, that's a bit narrow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there's two Kensei strategies, which uh, could be used you know, by either the dragon or the spider um, or... Technically, the scorpion, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go bitter lies. Uh, you've got again, which straightens your kensei, straightens his weapons, and lets you use the abilities on his weapons an additional time this turn, and then lets you take another battle action. I'm presumably. sold. I'll take three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Can I get that in spells? Uh, <laughs> oh dear lord. <laughs> Well, your spells... No, because no. your spells cost zero. Uh, 
and your spells have built-in rulebook effects like, or no, built, well, they're going to be rulebook effects, but right now built-in the stronghold effect of right. you already got to just attach it and use it once. Well, the other thing is, the reason that's not overpowered is because you're gonna, your Kensai is going to have a max of two, two weapons, weapons yeah. so you're going to get a max of yeah. two extra additions. Not, not... No, no, not my Uber unit with three consumed by five fires. Not, not, not keep, keeping in mind that, like, you, you, like the two weapons you're going to be able to straighten and use again are probably Wormbone Katana and Simon Curse Token, yeah. Cursed Relic, but and Curse Relic. Well, okay, you, you should generally okay. not have two of those on the same guy. Unless True. if you're playing Spider Kensai, you could. Very, very well because you just have a bunch of stuff that says no, and all, you just have one yeah. guy. But I mean, that's how the deck played at least at at uh, South Carolina. Yeah. But uh. But but still, yeah. Again, seems pretty good. Yeah. Kensei are always also just concerned about getting bowed. <laughs> yeah. It turns off the entire unit. The other Kensei action is Superior Reach, which also has something of a disconnect between its art and its flavor text. Sort of. At least they're about the same thing. Well, the art is the spider hacking up some crab, whereas the flavor text is about someone killing a spider. <laughs> uh, so, anyhow. But yeah, it zeroes out somebody's force, and if your guy has weapons, then they can't perform actions anymore this turn. Which... I'm sorry, no, 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 no. They can't target... It's more restricted that. They can't perform actions that target your guy. They can still perform actions that kill all the other guys you have at the battlefield. That's right. I'm not that... Th that that's a very restricted... I, well, is there uh, a cost? Just choose your performing target? Yeah, I mean, like... Wi without weapons is kind of a cost, but like... Well, yeah, but battle zero someone's force is not terrible, but it's not something you're going to play with. But and, and, like, shutting someone down from performing actions at all is amazing. Preventing them from performing actions that target your one guy. Okay, maybe if you are playing that spider Kensei yeah. deck. If you only have one guy there, that's good. But, but like, otherwise you can still get hit by routes and yeah, Wall of and Honor. Their and, other guys can still hit your one guy. Yeah. Their one guy can still hit your other guys. It's just the, the not performing thing is not... And it's only targeting your Kensai, not targeting the cards in your Kensai's unit. I think I, which I is like the other big thing. I like the idea of this card more than I like what it actually does, because the idea is you've got this guy that's kind of holding you out and like you can't hit me, and the other guy's kind of flailing his <laughs> arms at him. Um, so we call top-down design. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know if that'll if that'll make the cut as far as going into decks. Yeah, yeah, it may be another one of those, like, oh, Emperor Editions here, reduced card pool, where are those superior reaches? <laughs> but, eh, at least for the Dragon, the Spider Kensei seem to be in pretty good shape now. Yeah. Uh, but the the Dragon one, a lot of their buffing that they needed was just on the personality side, which obviously that's, it's too late for that. Yeah. See, then, of course, dragons get monk. There's the 10 gold guy we mentioned earlier, Tagashi Hizumi. Six force for 10 gold. Battle plus or minus four to the current battlefield's province strength. And, uh... What's his personal honor? One. He's a military. I'm just... Oh. He, could, he could add a province strength. He I don't know. 
You said plus or minus four province strength to the current province. Is that yeah. not what he does? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then you asked about, oh, no, he's not that great for defense, for like a defensive deck or something. No. Well, he's way, and well, he's way too expensive, even if he had three personal honor. He's way too expensive to buy him, just to run him out there, battle action, raise the province strength, <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, his other ability is a reaction. When somebody gets bowed, he can lock them down. At his battlefield, right? Yes. Yeah, so no, you cannot use it. He's, You're not combined it with open He's a pretty bow. good military personality. He's expensive. Right? Yeah, he's expensive. Sort of has 10 force. Uh, mm. I mean, if you yeah, can convince I mean, your opponent not to defend, he's taking that problem. Well, <laughs> monks have ways of getting cavalry. They've got the thing with the air and the that tattoo. Yeah, but he doesn't have the right keyword, so he'd just be like, Dragon Dragon has a hard time playing with that because they don't have enough air, enough people. air yeah. I think. Plus, everyone, I believe, has ways to get cavalry because there's a, a strategy, I'm pretty sure, that just says, give a guy yeah, cavalry. Gaining experience. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, but that only targets samurai. Yeah. Poor monks. Anyway. Then you've got Tagashi Mayu, who is, uh, Useless. So let's move on. Uh, <laughs> she's the fire token chick. Yeah, she's the you. You can now play with a vanilla fire token personality instead of a, or in addition to, I guess your vanilla non fire token three three for five. But you don't care because you're not playing fire token stuff because it's not good and you're not playing with three three for five guys without abilities. So <laughs> let's move on. Volcano Tattoo is, I think, too restrictive, but uh, you have to bow your monk, and you have to target some an enemy person with equal or lower chi. Then you destroy a card in the unit without attachment. Then, if your personality is fire and the card you destroyed was an attachment, then you straighten your guy. Or you could play one of the flame. Well, yes, it's clearly <laughs> yeah. a fear. I mean, well, one with the flame is really, really good. So I don't know that not as good as one with the flame is really a fair <laughs> criticism of a card. But I'm just trying to say it has the same type of effect. Yeah. Is it, is it a Kiho yeah. or a tattoo? It is a Kiho and a tattoo. And it targets your tattooed monk, though. So it's Dragon Clan only. Like, I, I feel like it's. One with the flame was a little bit above the curve. What can we do do to restrict it? And then just went a little bit too yeah, far. Yeah, well, the, the, yeah. The problem sort of is with actions now that, like, it, it's okay to bow my guy to destroy your guy without attachments. Bowing my guy to destroy your attachments is not good. Yeah, well, you you're not bowing fire your guy, guy to destroy your attachment. Well, you have to be you're, fire to not you have bow to, be to fire destroy the attachment. Yeah, and you're not. You can't consistently play... If your monk's fire, it's fine. Because if your monk's fire, then it's either battle destroy their uh, attachment or battle bow your guy to kill their naked guy. Which is fine, but it's not good enough if your guy's not fire. And the dragon monks just are not in a position where they can actually consistently Any of do the anything keywords. with the elemental yeah. keywords. I. I mean, which seems to be what they're doing going into Emperor Edition, except with the sort of, you know, minor in in fire. It's are there I even know, any? They, I what? don't. Are there fire. even any 
fire. Monks with fire? Yeah, they're, they're actually, there's four. Are All there? the guys with fire tokens have fire. Uh, yeah. The yeah. drunken master has fire. has fire. I mean, there are definitely Akimoto, Ak the guy who, the Mitsu-like guy who gives himself five fire tokens temporarily. Right, anybody who's fire tokens. Right. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of fire guys, but that doesn't mean you're Playing with all of them. No, and it, or that you, it's I, no guarantee that you have them in play at any given time. Yeah, it, it's not like, say, the Phoenix Shugenja, where... There's you, enough of them that you can play Water Shugenja, or Fire Shugenja, or Earth Shugenja. Yeah. yeah. Engulfing Flames, Fire Kiho. Battle, did, Destroy, did, and Attachment. Did Beavis design the uh, Kiho for this set? <laughs> <laughs> fire, fire, fire. Uh, no, I'm I'm sorry. I uh I talked to Reese and it was actually butthead. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this one again, it's this one doesn't look for your monk being fire. This one looks for your monk actually having a fire token on him. Ooh. And if you have a fire token, then you get a ranged four to follow up your battle destroying attachment. So do you have to destroy an attachment? No, you don't have to no, destroy an attachment. You can just if you have a fire token guy, you can just go battle so rage four. This is this uh, it, if you have a fire token guy, it's kind of a uh, better than hand of a son of woe. Well, yes, which is good because hand of a son of woe isn't playable. Right. Battle range four. It's not. It's one of those things that's like as a, as just as a strategy card. It's not atrocious, but it's basically never playable. Right, Unless there's just the, better effects. Yeah, I mean, the, the pool would have to be very weak for just Battle I Range know, I 4. I know, we've stopped playing Battle all, Range 6 as a strategy, with the, so... With at least four personalities who automatically get fire tokens, and all these cards that rely on fire tokens, I kind of want to revisit that deck. I don't expect it to be good. Yeah, I, mean, it, I definitely think there's enough cards that you could play a fire token deck. I just don't think any of them. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't think any of them are sufficiently amazing to make it worth it. Yeah, uh, and then the last one is the monk spirit, which the you know gives him the ability bow a guy without an, an enemy personality without armor. I don't like it. Yeah. To, to be fair, armor is one of those lower level ones, so it, it I mean, most of the it, time is going to be bow it, somebody, it, it, but yeah, since it is one of the spirit strap-on things... It'll definitely it is, hit yeah. people, but it's you're telegraphing your move, and you're probably not going to see that guy again. Right, no, I agree. It's um, the, the spirit part of it that's bad, not, not the ability it's granting is an okay ability, but the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd rather just play with a card that says Battle Bow Guy. Right. So, Dragon, lately, LSC Honor has still been the most effective thing for Dragon. It actually... Did really well. Yeah, well, well it, it's just done well generally. What I was going to say, it, I mean, if you go back to some of those Magistrate cards we were talking about uh, yeah, they got in some the crane... Stuff. They got some really, yeah, really good cards They're, to add into that. that discovering conspiracies you know, right into the dragon deck. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's solid. Uh, I think monks has done more with enlightening lately than with military. So, I don't think it's really getting all that much from this. I mean, Hizumi's probably an upgrade over something in a random dragon monk military deck but yeah like we were saying none of the the kiho 
aren't too exciting. You have to be warping your deck to the fire theme, which right. is I not... Mean, if there were, had already been a playable fire deck, several of those cards could easily slot in, but none of those are sufficient to make a fire deck. Yeah, yeah. you just need more stuff. So you need some better guys, and yeah. Yeah, what you're going to do. Yeah, I mean, Kensei has definitely picked up a lot of really nice red cards in the last couple of sets, but I I mean, I don't see how that could lift Dragon Kensei from playable to good. Especially so, with their Yeah, their, their, their weak, flaw is their people, not their red personality cards. Base. Yeah, it's, it's everything's just too set uh, at this point. Uh, okay, that's enough for Dragon. <laughs> You've been listening to Strange Assembly. You can download more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes or from our website at www.strangeassembly.com. While you're at our website, you can check out the frequently updated main page or talk with us on the forums. You can also email me directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or you can follow Strange Assembly on Facebook or Twitter Strange assembly either place. Thanks for listening.